0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Ahead of another huge weekend in Scottish football Giovanni Van Bronckhorst excited by the arrival of Amad Diallo And believes Rangers will finish the window stronger than they started Ange Postacoglu says he's probably done with incomings But will look to move players on And is Calvin Ramsey the next high profile export from Scottish football? Not this window according to Stephen Glass I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans What a weekend in pro Prospect double header, Dingwall and Celtic Park, double jeopardy for Rangers and Celtic. Ross County, unfortunate to lose at Tannadice on Wednesday night, I thought, but Dundee United at the same time, dogged while winning in the end. Now they're up against Rangers and Celtic respectively tomorrow, and neither Giovanni Van Bronckhurst nor Ange Postacoglu will want to drop any points before you know what, you know when. Don't know how you follow that Kenny Miller He's got it all summed up Pretty well But it's a big weekend Brilliant weekend Yep uh, Some really good fixtures Obviously through the week Some teams end In long losing runs Which is uh, I'm sure Will be welcome points and, and a welcome win For Dundee United And looking forward again It's all action again tomorrow And again Obviously a lot of eyes Will be on next week And, and what you're referring to And we're in the closing stages The home straight Of the transfer window as well So Are there any other Pieces of surprise business Out there Is it about Fine-tuning things Adding the, the final pieces Moving players on Perhaps it's going to be A good few days On that front I'm sure there will be A few surprises Come Monday night uh, I think the Both Rangers and Celtic Have done Some decent business Already Particularly Celtic uh, Obviously Ange Talking about more people Maybe leaving out uh, On loan Because I'm sure That squad's looking A bit inflated At the moment So yeah It'll be interesting to see But I've no doubt There will be a, Quite a few comings And goings And not, not just the big two But the rest of the clubs Before Monday night Yep uh, It's been a much Livelier transfer window Than I, I would ever Have forecast Kenny Because we normally Have a nice quiet time And then on The final day It all goes Mad for a while But Great players have been brought into our game Great excitement has been added to our game And we're just moving along very nicely 01419511025 That is the number you need So don't be shy Pick up the phone And put your point to Hugh Keevans Or Kenny Miller Or maybe even both at the same time Let's hear from you I'll tell you what You better get some good shut eye It's been a long time since we did a six hour stint On a Saturday afternoon I'm just Every team in the top flight playing on the Saturday like the old days Just going into the newsroom Onto the couch <laughs> there back. Get the a, a broadsheet newspaper Put it over me And have a wee sleep Quite right But every team involved Every single team involved In the top flight Tomorrow afternoon So you must have something On your mind You must be looking forward to it Pick up the phone And let us know right now 01419511025 For starters Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Has spoken today For the first time About Ahmad Diallo Rangers fans What do you make of that arrival And should he Will he make his debut In Dingwall Tomorrow Would you start him Would you pitch him straight in Would you get him up and running Before the Celtic game midweek Or Can you ease him in A bit more gently Pick up the phone right now And let us know Would you start Ahmad Diallo uh, Tomorrow uh, He's also hoping to tie Scott Arfield down On a longer deal According to today's press conference Is that something you're in favour in Is that something you would press the button on What have you made of Scott Arfield's contribution in recent times Celtic fans for you The manager saying It's pretty much going to be About outgoings uh, Rather than Incomings over the next few days So what have you made Of the business Who do you think Does need to 
move on Who would you like to see sent out and, and given a chance elsewhere Pick up the phone and let us know 01419511025 right now Or if you'd prefer you can tweet At Clyde SSB I do like the look of That six game Saturday though Hugh mm. Not, I understand your focus In this part of the world Dingwall first What can Rangers do Can Celtic respond Sets you up for Wednesday night But right across yeah. The league You've got third against fourth Between Hearts and Motherwell Will Hibs get a shot and goal Anytime soon Sean Maloney's Boys have been struggling A little bit there St Johnston Finally stopped losing But they're rooted at the bottom St Mirren are climbing Dundee are down there So the brilliant games This weekend Yeah you've answered Your own question there uh, Sorry. There's plenty Going on uh, St Johnston It's It's, it's perilous uh, and they really need to get a win somewhere soon uh, Dundee, again for them, it's almost perilous But up against a St Mirren side, three wins on the bounce So everywhere you look tomorrow, there's intrigue 01419511025 Come on, let's hear from you right now On the phones or on Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, We're going to start hearing from uh, the managers involved as well So let's get stuck in We'll hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst First Rangers fans What about the signing of Ahmed Diallo Should he make his debut tomorrow Will he make his debut tomorrow Would you give Scott Arfield a new deal Just some of the talking points To come away uh, From today's press conference So if you think we've missed something As well Feel free to pick up that phone And let us know The manager says he is excited By the arrival of Ahmed Diallo And he's confident he'll have The desired impact During the loan spell Well, very excited You know, very happy That he uh, he wanted to come to us uh, For the remainder of the season And, uh, you know We were looking to add a a player um, You know, in the the front Because we, of course uh, Lost uh, Yanis For this season so I'm really happy that we can bring in a player with his qualities, and uh, I'm sure he will uh, give us a lot of, um, you know, a lot of strength in the in, in the coming months. He's still a young player who wants to play uh, play games. You can you can feel it when you talk with him. He's uh, the only thing he wants to be is on the pitch, and of course we we are bringing him to uh, to this club to be uh, to be to be a value for the team. So of course he's gonna. He's going to play, but um, again, he uh, he's, he's part of the squad, so uh, he has to perform as well, like any other player in the squad. But I'm I'm full of confidence that he will uh, he will give that. What do you make of that piece of business, Kenny? Uh, it's a sign in fully potential. There's there's no getting away from that. The games that he's played and appearances he's had, I think, are about fourteen all in. So as on the, again, Man United paid a lot of money for him. Uh, they would have definitely done their homework and and what he could potentially be in a few years' time and, and as a Man United player. This will be a fantastic opportunity and really good platform for the boy to come. Again, firstly, he'll need to earn his right in the team because, uh, like Gio says, that he's part of our squad and he'll need to earn that right to start. He'll need to show that in training. But uh, what a platform for him to come up and show how good a player he is. My my guess, and who'd buy a used guess off of me? But my no guess would be that he would not start at Dingwall. I think no. it's too soon And I look at the experience That uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Has to come back This weekend You know Ryan Jack Back in the squad Ryan Kent Back after suspension Joe Aribo Back after The African mm. Cup of Nations A lot of players Available to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Tomorrow And I don't think He needs to rush Diallo Was that an area You felt Rangers had to Address this window Kenny? I don't think they had to But in my opinion I think it was 
an area of the pitch when you look at the way Giovanni wants to play I think everybody would agree that Ryan Kent's got that left sided nailed down anytime he's fit and available that's his position uh, when Morelos is fit that's his position and on the right hand side when you play high and wide wingers the way Gio looks like he wants to play I just don't know who else can play that position I mean Hadji again I don't think that suits him I think Scott Wright again I had said I would like to see him get a run and he's had a few opportunities uh it's not he's, he's not had enough opportunities to say he's been given a real crack at but when he gets these opportunities he probably maybe just needs to do a little bit more I really like Scott as a player I think he's got more in him and I think given time Rangers fans would see that but I think when you're looking at competing on three and four fronts and wanting to win leagues and cups I think they definitely needed mm. someone in that area so this young player could come in and make a real impact on the team 01419511025 is the number Eddie in Knightswood has dialed Just what the guys are talking about Eddie The new signing Ahmad Diallo What have you made of that? Would you pitch him straight in? Give him a debut At Ross County tomorrow? Uh, I'd, I'd maybe no start on mate I'd probably Bring him on In the second half Might be a bit too much Can up to Dingwall And start him straight away But yeah. I was a player Honestly uh, Ever since He signed from uh, Atalanta At Manchester United I've been Keeping an eye on him But um, over the moon that he's signed for us for the, the next six months, mate. It's going to be. Yeah, it's certainly. A, listen, the name, the reputation is big. I think Eddie. How can I be fair on on some of the youth prospects that have come up previously? Sometimes, if we get youth prospects from Man City, yeah. Man United, whoever, honestly, you've not heard of them, and and you're going on the fact that they come from big clubs. But the difference this time would be that this is a youth prospect that people have heard of because he played for Atalanta and got a big money move to. To Man United Whether that means He's going to be brilliant For Rangers I don't know But clearly the reputation's there Yeah I mean It has an exotic Look about it You know They sold uh, To Man U For 19 million With 18 million pounds In add-ons Which uh, sounds a pretty Exotic Add-on list But I don't think There's any need To rush him into the team Uh, You're talking about a team Who under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Have won 25 out of 27 points And uh, They they And Celtic Want to go through tomorrow Without doing anything foolish Uh, So I'm not saying that to play Diallo is foolish I'm just saying There is no need to rush Well I think I think that the The inclusion or the Reintroduction to Joe Rebo Into your team Scott Arfield getting back Fitness and obviously Mm. Coming scoring the The winner the other night There on Wednesday I, I tend to agree with you That I don't mm-hmm. think he needs to be put in But Rangers have looked A little bit pedestrian In the, in the last few weeks yeah. Where they've no looked as Flamboyant and all attack and, and really exciting What they did maybe the first month Under G1 For me In the last few weeks Missing a rebo was huge And I, I think Scott Arfield I mean we've touched on about Potentially getting a new contract I think it's huge In the way Giovanni wants to play Hadji's now out Who's one of these guys That can play in that position I think Scott Arfield's massive for the football team. Mm. The way Gio wants to play, he can score goals, is a constant threat to a backline. So those two coming back, I think you can you can rest Diallo at the moment. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to him in a second, Scott Arfield. I mean I get that. I, I'm not asking the question because I think that if he doesn't start tomorrow, that you know that's the end of the world. Yeah. Clearly not. However, he's here for sixteen league games essentially, isn't he? So uh-huh. whether it's tomorrow or not, fine. But it, presumably it's not going to be the case where it's three, four, five games down the line. And it's a little appearance here and there, and then you let him find his feet. And you know, well, first six, of all, sixteen you, games isn't a long time for people to find their feet. That, that's what I'm getting at. You, you have relations to maintain with Manchester United, 
and they will be keeping an eye on what kind of game time he gets. Um, but as I say, simply tomorrow there's no need because there's a, an ample amount of players for Giovanni van Bortkus to choose from. Um, Kenny's talking about at times they could do with a bit of effervescence. I think Lowry brings that to them. I think he's been a revelation in the game time that he's had so far. So as I say, it's very exotic. Man United to Rangers. Previously sold by Serie A club for £18 million or £19 million. So it's very exotic, but there's no need to rush. Nothing says welcome to Scottish football like a half twelve kick off in Dingwall. To be fair, <laughs> or an old firm on Wednesday. He'll know he's arrived then, <laughs> and at least that's 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 got the, the occasion, the size, the atmosphere. With no disrespect to the good people of Dingwall, it's uh, it's an eye opening first game. But Ross County, you know, midweek at, at Tannadice, that's a very unlucky. Uh, and, and games seem to last a lot longer now. There's always six minutes of time added on, seven minutes of time added added on. And Nicky Clark has uh, stolen the game for Dundee United, but they played well, Malky Mackay said. And Rangers will be aware uh, of the need to be careful up there. Uh, Eddie, the guys just mentioned there, well, Kenny in particular mentioned Scott Arfield. Um, is he one you'd like to see get a new contract? Has he been pretty important recently? Uh, 100%, mate. Uh, to be honest, I don't think Scott will, will leave Rangers. Uh, it looks like he loves the club. And like I say, though, but I think you're saying a new contract anyway. Yeah, I mean, you need the club to love you, Kenny. And <laughs> um, well, listen, let's let's hear it from from the manager first. You don't have to take my word for it. He is convinced it'll have a stronger squad when he comes out of the window than the one going in, and is hoping for that new Scott Arfield deal. Well, it's, it's the last days. You know, we're still. Um, you know, we we can still do um, some business, but. I don't know. I don't know. As you said, you know, I don't know who's uh, who's who's going. You know, anything can happen, especially in the last days of the transfer window. It's sometimes it gets a little bit crazy, but uh, I hope that in this window for us, it, it stays a little bit calm. But you never know. But we will see um, in a couple of days how our um, squad will be for the for the re- remainder of the season. But. You know, I'm confident we um, we will leave this window uh, better than we uh, than we started it. Wascott has been really um, you know really important for the team not only this season but all the season before um, this season as well. He's an experienced player, and he's definitely a player I want to have longer uh, uh, to be at uh, at Rangers. So uh, hopefully, you know, we can. Uh, we can um, welcome him uh, next season as well. You'd be in favour of that, by the sounds of it, Kenny? Absolutely, and it's not just the performances. I think it's the character about the place. I think it's the influence he can have in the in the dressing room. Uh, is really, really important. But he seems to be a player that obviously does love the club. He, he wants to be there. It's probably where he wants to be playing his football. Like you said, though, you also need that to be reciprocated and, and, and for the club to value you. So I think the will again, you listen to Giovanni, he's a manager. If he wants a, the player to be signed up, then the reality is he's probably going to be signed up at least for another year. But Scott's performances, whenever he's asked to play, whether it's for the start or whether it's coming on and impacting games, he does the job, you know. He's not, again, exotic, like, like Hugh says, but what he is, he's very, very reliable and he's a really, mm. really good football player. What else is on your mind, Eddie? I know you had some other points to make. Uh, I would just like to agree with, with Kenny there. Uh, totally. Uh, but I, I, won't, I won't have my point I was going to make anyway. Go for it, yeah, uh, on you go. But it was, uh, I spoke to Callum earlier, uh, about the, the month apart for the... Uh, 
the old throne games we met before in the fourth of January, mm-hmm. and it obviously got postponed. Uh, they went up, they get brought forward to the second, to the seventeenth, and then we're playing for the second or third. I think it is. Uh, it's just I've wrote them two different lineups for both teams, uh, and it's it's Rangers actually look stronger coming into this game in, in the second of February than we did. On the third of January, one. January, yeah. although we've lost Fredo and Hagi, uh, I mean, I'm, I've got uh, for Rangers, I've got McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, and Barisic at the back, uh, and for Celtic, I've got Hearts, Scales, Starfelt, Carter Vickers, and Juranovic. That should have started on the third of January. I'd have thought that was up in terms of the previous games. Yeah, I get the point that Eddie's making, Hugh, that the team that would have played the first game could be different. And there was so much said, I don't think we need to no. go over it, you know, but why it was moved, should it be moved, and so on. The game. Tom Rogic would have been available for Celtic. He's yeah. not this time. Ahmad Diallo, no one had even thought of him for the first game, now will be available for this. Just got to go on with it, don't we? Uh, I mean, I need to break it to Eddie, but the world doesn't revolve around Rangers and Celtic. The, the winter break was brought forward for the very best of reasons for the Premiership in general. We wanted to try to have that break, a circuit breaker, to see if we could return to play football in front of proper crowds, not a maximum of 500. So it was rescheduled for the very best of reasons. It had nothing at all to do with Celtic and Rangers in the transfer window and who will be stronger or weaker as a consequence. It was to do with getting fans inside every Premiership ground, and it worked. Uh, let's thank Eddie for his call and bring in Graham and Irvin. Graham, what's your take on Ahmad Diallo or what you've heard from the Rangers manager so far? How are you doing, Gordon? Good, thanks. Good. How are you doing, Hugh and Kenny? Hi, Hi Graham. Yeah, I'm just, uh, just regarding Hugh's points here, maybe just maybe leaving Diallo out maybe for a couple of weeks or I think he's here he's here to play football you get him straight in the water let him know what Scottish football's all about so if he turns up Wednesday night called he'll know what Scottish football's all about yeah Hugh you, you know more than anyone because you're the one that keeps banging on about it Wednesday's everyone's real focus as important as tomorrow is Yeah. and Rangers fans hope that this wonder kid who's been transferred to Man United for multiple millions can help them win the game on Wednesday. Yeah. So with that in mind, you need to do something with him tomorrow, surely? I'm coming at it from a practical point of view. As I understand it, he's played 68 minutes yep. of football this season. We're now almost into February. So we're talking about six months in which he's had 68 mm. minutes of football. For that reason alone, I would have him on the bench mm. if he can come on and make an impact. That's great for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst But I, I do not see him starting tomorrow And that, that does all make sense Kenny Of course it does But I go back to I think you almost avoided the point I'm making Everyone involved with Rangers Everyone who's calling in Wants to see him help on Wednesday night In one way shape or form well, That probably can. means you do something tomorrow though doesn't it? I think he'll, he'll, he'll play a part There's no doubt in it It's whether he starts or whether he, or whether he comes on Last half hour, last 20 minutes, 15 Whatever it takes Again you never know It could be a tight game where Rangers need something different And then you throw him on You yeah. just never know until we actually see the boy 
pulling on a, a blue jersey and going and impacting a game of football. My question, if he doesn't start tomorrow, are you likely to start him in his debut against the no. Old Fun game? I think the answer to that's pretty much no. If he comes on tomorrow, makes a severe impact he towards the end of the game, I think he could potentially go into the game, you know, and I do think it is a position where Rangers need a player hence they've went signed mm-hmm. a player in that position I think it's pretty obvious but if he comes on and makes a big impact and you can see this 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 boy could be something special which I'm sure everybody's hoping he is I'm sure Man United are hoping he is that's why they've paid the money that they have for him then I don't see any reason why he can't go into the game on Wednesday night and really have a big say in it Thanks Graham 01419511025 Celtic fans Good time for you to call We're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu He's talking about moving players on Who should be moved on And what else is on your mind tonight We'll hear from him and you next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans are both here To absorb your well wishes Or even your mild abuse this Friday night Whatever you fancy 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB as promised I try to be a man of my wordlets Here from Ange Postacoglu Speaking today uh, He says some players could still head out on loan Before Monday's deadline However not expecting any more incomings Yeah as I said we're, we're still working on Trying to get some uh, you know, Loan opportunities for some of our boys So uh, yeah, um, I'd, I'd expect there still there will be some sort of activity um, between now and, and the end of the window. Um, could even go beyond the window. There are certain markets around the world that don't close uh, at that time. So, um, yeah, there might be guys who we're still trying to get opportunities for. No, I wouldn't be expecting anyone else. In. No, let's bring in Ken, who's a Celtic fan. Is that is that fair enough for you, Ken? Happy to focus on trimming the squad and getting players out. You're happy with the amount that have arrived. Oh yeah, I mean, majority of these signings I can't really complain about. I mean, a couple of us were slow starters. I mean, now we'd move out a Yeti and Sorrow for starters. Um, but I was mainly phoning up because, you know, Kenny, you talking about the new guy that Rangers have signed. I mean, you know, we have signed uh, players that we didn't know much about and two of them in their debuts were man of the match. But both clubs have had them sign that as a share of marquee signings, you know, uh, Keane, Janino, Tori Andrew Flo, and they all flop. You know, big, being a big value player doesn't mean they're going to be fantastic. You know, I mean, the player may be good, I just hope it's not on Wednesday night, you know. But, so, you know, we've got to see them in action, you know. I mean, we don't know much about them. And as I said, we've had our fair share of flops. I don't know if we'll go back, we won't be seeing any marquee signings in the near future, I don't think, but... You just never know, and you can't rule a guy out or not to play because he's only had 68 minutes. I mean, Hearts, their new guy that came on after he just signed from Everton that day, I mean, he was great when he came on the other night for Hearts. And this guy may be the same for Rangers, as I said, just not on Wednesday night, I hope. But yeah, I think that's fair, and that, that's why we've said, Kenny, the reputation is there, the the the, the, the backstory, if you like it. I don't think any of us are saying he's definitely going to be brilliant Rangers fans will hope so Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will hope so Because um, Ken is right it, it doesn't necessarily have any impact on, on this one But yeah, there, are, there have been big players with big reputations Who don't cut it up here And on the flip side, guys that you'd never heard of Gone to be brilliant So, we'll see yeah, That's a fair point Again, you, you could go through the list of, of big name signings and, and have maybe not necessarily transferred to Rangers Celtic for big money But had been transferred for big money in the past That, that came up and never cut it 
you know so it's not to say that an unknown's not going to work it's not to say that a well a household name is going to work so yeah I'm just really eager to see the boy play because what I trust is in a lot of teams now that the amount and the depth that they're going to in the recruitment process of doing due diligence and looking at the backstories of the players again speaking to people that have worked with them and th- Man United have chose to sign mm. this player one of the biggest clubs in the world have chose to sign this player mm-hmm. and now he's up here in Glasgow and we're going to have to be a chance to see him first hand tomorrow moving into a huge game on Wednesday just really really interested to see and excited to see how he's going to do you start you off know? optimistically yeah. you well, hope that whether they sign for Celtic or Rangers they enhance the game further because we've been here. here before haven't we and some people just just don't like loans end of story they just think uh-huh. you're you're borrowing another team's player and they just don't like it yeah but clearly, you know, like I said, we, we've seen this over the last few seasons. Ultimately, you, you've then got a decision. There's a guy there that you can't afford. He is out of your price range. So your option is you either take him for a bit, you borrow uh-huh. him, uh-huh. Or, or or you don't. And I think you know, we've, well, I, I, I can't liken it exactly to I don't know, maybe Patrick Roberts the first time or something. Well, um, Paddy Roberts was sensational for Celtic, uh, but Ken on the line will remember the famous Charlie Masonda. Uh, who came under yeah. Brendan Rodgers and uh, with Brendan saying that uh, Real Madrid had been interested in Charlie and uh, he disappeared without trace. Uh, as I say, you start off optimistically. Uh, Diallo definitely has a, a better backstory than uh, Charlie Masonda had, although Charlie Masonda was at Chelsea. Uh, he, he hadn't previously been in Serie A and he hadn't cost Chelsea £18 million to get him there. Uh, so it's a, you start off optimistically But Ange Postacoglu is making the point there uh, That people will have to go from Celtic I mean, mm. Ayeti came into Celtic With a good backstory Scored lots of goals for Basel Gets the move to West Ham United And then flops And he has flopped at Celtic And big time Would so, they be the ones, you know We heard Ange Postacoglu there and um, Talking about it Ken says Ayeti and Sorrow should be first to go I mean Sorrow actually got some Rare minutes the yeah. other night But I, I guess that's Circumstantial I would I would guess that he's got um, Less time in front of him At Celtic Than he has somewhere else uh, The goalkeeper Barkas If they can get rid of him He cost £5 million He flopped Beyond all doubt uh, Gothenburg Tonight are Reputedly interested in him If Celtic can get A Yeti And Bolingoli and Barkas off the wage bill it would be a good start I mean, Sorrow in particular Kenny although he came on the other night he he, uh, he and James McCarthy in the space of two, three weeks have plummeted down the, the pecking order I know they're not all there just now they're not all fit but Celtic have signed three sort of central-ish um, midfield players so they must be he must be miles out of the picture by the time everyone's back well, it'll be one on that list, I'm sure. And it's not just Celtic may look at that and think, right, it's maybe time to move on. I'm sure the player wants to maybe move on as well because he'll see that. He'll, he'll, he knows the players have come in. He knows the positions that they play. So he'll want to probably get more game time elsewhere. So whether it's a loan move, whether it's a permanent move, I'm sure Sorrow definitely will probably be on that list of players that Andrew's talking about. Does that How important does that become? I take it you've been part whether it was Rangers, Celtic, there will be times when the squad is just, is it massive, too big, unmanageable? What What's that like? It's, it's not great. We've even got a, a even situation at work at the moment. You know, really? When you get to, I think when you get to 23, 24, 25 players that, you're, that you've got turning up, like, if you're going again in its simplest form, if you're going to do a bit of prep work and it's a 11 v 11, 
and you've got 25 outfield players where you've got five guys that are going to be standing on the side or need to go and do a, a, a session somewhere else so it does become a bit unmanageable uh, I can imagine Celtic squads Rangers squads are far bigger as well you know so it's. Uh, I remember a situation we had at Cardiff as well I think it was going towards the end of the season and we were in the playoffs or going in we had like 27 players at one point mm. and it's, it's just nine guys or eight guys had to go and actually train on the, on a different pitch you know so that's not even great for spirit and, and camaraderie within the group so yeah when you get these big squads it does take it gets to a point where it is unmanageable yeah you can handle maybe one or two extra but when you're getting six, seven and eight it does become a bit a bit, a bit tough uh, I mean Ken when you hear the manager saying probably no more in I take it you're are you happy enough with that happy with the business done so far you don't think there's any areas that, that still need addressed I'm pretty happy with what we what's there um, I mean we've got guys a lot of guys are due to come back but yeah I'm happy with what the signings that he's made I'm happy with the squad that we've got I do think that maybe some should go out on loan to get playing time. I mean, you're saying there about people moaning about getting getting guys on loan, but clubs get our players on loan. You know, you and Henderson's away on loan for one. You know, to get game time, and it didn't do it didn't do any harm to Lisa Ryan Christie, Callum McGregor. You know, to go out on loan, get playing time, and then come back and become what they are. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. I just, like I said, some people just have this thing, don't they? They just think loans. They just don't like them. I didn't say I was one of them. Uh, but I do. I think it's almost you know, if you come in loan and you are a Paddy Roberts and you hit it off right away, I mean, if Paddy Roberts hadn't actually gone to Celtic uh, for a longer time, the fans would have been really let down because they loved him that much. So as long as they're here, as long as they're doing the business here, it enhances our game. Good luck to them, Kenny. All you're looking for For a new signing Is is a sign That, that it is going to be one that, that works out And I suppose Is that where Celtic have At this stage Got it right The guys who've come in recently They've all They've all gone in And made an impact You know Well Matt O'Reilly's the latest you, you got to see him I know you were at Tynecastle Or you certainly kept a close eye On the game the other night What did you make of him We saw Hatati getting Man of the match In his first game And, and scoring in his second So they, they're at least Hitting the ground To an extent aren't they if you look at the signings, I mean, the only one that you're, you're probably jury about at the moment is Eddie Gucci, and he's not really had too too much game time. Hatati, I thought, was excellent in his debut. He started the game very well that night, got a really, really good goal. was really quiet in the second half, again, but he's a real positive start to his Celtic career. O'Reilly was really comfortable. You know, you would put him in the Tom Rogic type bracket, size-wise, left foot, really, really comfortable on the ball. I think he assisted for Giacomacchi's mm-hmm. goal. So it's, uh, it was, a, again, really, really positive debut. So the signs in terms of Celtics recruits in the, in the January mm-hmm. window have been really, really good so far. So, yep, they'll look to build on that. Adiguchi will want more game time before we can really make any kind of judgment on him. But definitely the other lads have been, have been really positive. Because that's not what you know, we're talking about. When can you pitch players in? When you know they need to let them bed in and so on? That can't... That's not the easiest place to go and get chucked in for your debut, is it? At Tynecastle away under the lights? Not at all. I think it did maybe help the way the game was played. You know, Hearts never really laid a glove on them in the first half. Uh, and Matt O'Reilly and, and his teammates were able to just dictate the tempo of the game. They got their two goals, they could have a few more. Uh, and it was a, quite a an easy entry. I mean, Tynecastle was normally so... 
it's intense and all the crowds on top of you and, and it did get that way in the, in the last half hour and you've seen Hearts absolutely run over the top of Celtic in the last half hour and were very unlucky not to get something out of the game that being said the game could have been out of sight at half time so it was, uh, it was a, listen it was a great game a really really good another good Scottish football a good advert for Scottish football two really good teams going at it at the end of the game that's the one area that Ange Postacoglu has to look at you know it, it tends to be the case that in the last half hour Celtic's momentum drops um, I don't know It's a fitness issue they're, they're super fit In the first half of games Did it to Hibs at Celtic Park Quick two goal lead Did it to Hearts midweek uh, But The level drops In the latter part of the game And they need to be careful with that Is it the legs or is it the mind Kenny Because it feels like It was the goal that knocked the stuff in Wasn't it Rather than All of a sudden becoming tired but I, I mean, you'll, you've been in those I, situations. I, I, I would more. say the mind, absolutely, because the, the game, like, you couldn't have watched and, and felt more comfortable if you were the Celtic manager. And then a goal comes, and you know, I've said that it, it's a cliche, but goals change games. Yeah. The whole momentum shifted, the whole the energy up, in the stadium changed. You know, the goal went in, whereas they barely looked like scoring. I think Cam Devlin had a shot just before it that was a kind of half chance, a snapshot that just flew past the post. And then they get the goal And the whole game t- like Turned on its head Hearts were at it Their energy was great They were in Celtic's faces They get the penalty They miss it But they kept that energy up They never got too disheartened with it They kept going Trying to get back into the game And get that point But for, for, for an hour of the game Celtic were in complete control Come on then Let's hear from you 01419511025 It's a great time to call Because you could be up next Thank you to Ken Let me run this by you Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Now what impact will this weekend's football have on the Golden Goals jackpot because every time Celtic or Rangers score remember we're adding £250 to the pot across all competitions and someone out there potentially listening tonight could win the lot at the end of the season we chucked a grand in at the start two weeks in we're now sitting at £4,000 but we need to go right to the end uh, of the season so just how think that uh, think how big that pot could be uh, come the end of the campaign one lucky person wins it all tax free if you do the following to be in with a chance text GOAL to 61025 that's G-O-A-L to 61025 it's £2 plus your standard message rate over 18s only full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com and remember it does go across all competitions right to the end of the season so the lines close 6 o'clock Saturday 21st of May which is Scottish Cup final day. So for your chance to be the winner at the end of the season, text GOAL to 61025. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here at 0141-951-1025 or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB. A six-game Saturday in the Scottish Premiership That can be your We do a lot of quizzing That can be the start of it When was the last time We had a six game Saturday Because it's been a while I don't think we've had The, the graveyard a, shift Too often in here On a Saturday afternoon The, the old 12 to 6 routine It's an awful lot of predictions For me to get wrong On the <laughs> same true. day Do you think you could do All six wrong? Do you think you've ever Done that before? That could be the, the aim mm, You're setting me a challenge now <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put my mind to it overnight I think there's every chance um, Did it feel like a big midweek Kenny Because although nothing Changed at the top I think everyone was looking That something Could have changed at the top Because you've got Celtic Going to what is on paper One of the The toughest places to go Somewhere they've lost already um, I can't remember the exact minute Scott Arfield's goal Went Fif- in 15 minutes to go 
But you know, so there we are with with twenty minutes to go, with eighteen minutes to go. Maybe the Celtic fans are starting to get a little bit excited. But Celtic go answer what they need to do. Rangers find a way. It's um, it's getting to that stage, isn't it, where they they feel like big fixture cards. I think every week it will be that now. And as much as it's a a six game Saturday, you do have the early kick off, so Rangers have the chance to assert a little bit of pressure. Uh, through the week, absolutely. I mean, the way the game was going at Tynecastle, I couldn't see anything other than a three or four goal win for Celtic. To be honest, but I talked about that. The goal turned on its head, and listening to the uh, the commentary of the game, uh, the Rangers game, they were toiling, they were banging their head against the brick wall. There was a few opportunities, a penalty shout, I believe, uh, for Livingston that, that could have went their way. So the game was in the balance, and listen, it took an absolute incredible mm. finish for Scotty Arfield. Again, showing his value, a wonderful finish to win the game. I mean, Kenny calls it a penalty shout. One caller last night said it was the most blatant penalty he'd ever seen. And then uh, a former Celtic player said, no, it wasn't. And a former Rangers player said, no, it wasn't. But we agree we, to disagree. We are um, five sleeps away from you know what <laughs> on you know when. And that's the fascination of tomorrow's games. Rangers first up 12.30 Ross County uh, They don't want to drop anything there Otherwise If Celtic win in the afternoon You're possibly Upsetting the balance To an extent that It is possible There is a sequence of results Which mean That Celtic If they beat Rangers on Wednesday night Would go top of the table now, Can you imagine I, that? I, I know when you were still playing You'd have been wheeled into that media room At Murray Park And you'd have sat there And said We just focus on ourselves And we take one game at a time But now That those shackles are off you And you can be honest If you're playing The later one The three o'clock Or whatever And the other team's played At half twelve Or whatever it may be How much attention do you pay To what's gone on before I've never said that by the way Because <laughs> I would absolutely Be watching the first game Sitting Hoping and glad praying you said that. that They drop points it's, And that's it And Anybody who says otherwise is, is they're telling lies, guys. I'll tell Good. you that right, right. now. They're I'm glad we've got to the bottom of that. Because I'm, see, next that, time someone says yeah, that, I'm going to say you're lying. At it. You know, you're Kenny at told it. me, and you know that's why I love our game up here because the way the fixtures are, are structured, whether it be day before, day after, early kickoff, late kickoff, there is some type of pressure. You know, Rangers win the game. There's pressure. Celtic must go and win. They can't drop points like you say. Otherwise, it's back to six points. Rangers win on Wednesday. League's over. Rangers drop points Celtic go into their game On a high Before a ball's even kicked yeah. We have an opportunity Like you says We get the three points And we win on Wednesday night We're top of the league So that's why I love The psychology of Glasgow And the way the fixtures are what And like I said I would have been Absolutely sitting I remember sitting With my lucky boxer shorts On one night <laughs> oh, Celtic, no. playing, Celtic playing Hibs Hoping for a draw And it was a draw and, and we won the Because league. of the boxers Do you think or Well I wore them a season I wore them for a season Hope you washed them You still got <laughs> Sometimes. them Sometimes You still got them <laughs> No they're gone I, I, I gone think in the bin When you retired gone. Ah, They were long gone I, I think this is Intimate detail too far <laughs> you, Have you got lucky wife fronts that you wear For for the big Beat the pundit performances L- Lucky four cornered hanky <laughs> For the sunshine A lucky cardigan perhaps uh, Right William <laughs> th- th- Talking about Hugh Keevans Wife fronts Is just <laughs> not how I thought I would spend My Friday night So I'll be honest William So bring it back To the football If you don't mind yeah, hello Gordon, Hugh and Kenny Hello Hi, Hi William Yeah, I've got a couple of team selections for tomorrow and Wednesday if you permit me Go for it Yeah, tomorrow Kent will definitely play He'll come in for uh, Sakala Aribo will be in for Sands uh, Your man Arfield will be in for the young boy uh, Roof will be in for it And one million percent That uh, new boy we've got will play instead of right There's no there's no, there's no, doubt in my mind that A million percent? A million percent <laughs> 
That is confidence You must um, know Giovanni What we'll do you? <laughs> You've got the team You've got the team ahead of time William Van Bronckhorst <laughs> On the phone um, Kenny was sort of nodding we'll, we'll get to that one at the end Kenny was nodding along The one that I Wonder if we can test Scott Arfield Everyone's waxing lyrical about him His contribution You're saying he should get a new deal So is the manager Has Alex Lowry done enough To not play tomorrow? Uh is it, that's, I've worded that terribly Would that yeah. be harsh on him? No I would I think he's he's had two Good performances In, in, in the last week uh, Going up to Dingwall again Listen I'm surprised He was pitched in uh, On Wednesday night To be honest with you So They clearly value him Very very highly They see him on a daily basis A lot more than what we do So Giovanni felt Obviously it was right And he was ready And he could impact the game He did He did impact that game mm. He was very very good in it So He could retain his place Again, I really like Scott Arfield And I've not even seen Lowry play too much So I really like Arfield and, and, and Aribo in those mm. positions So I tend to agree with William But it wouldn't surprise you if Aribo has to come back in, I think uh, Albeit he's travelled okay and, and he's feeling ready to, mm-hmm. uh, to step back into action Because I think he's a huge loss when he doesn't play uh, So, But Scott Arfield, for me, scored his goal I think he can have a similar impact on the game as what Joe Aribo does In a different way, with different attributes and strengths but the, but the boy might hold his place You know Alex Lowry Might hold mm. on to his place But I would expect Lowry And all the rest of the changes to, That William said To happen Aside from Diallo Might not play So you're You're just a bit below A million percent uh, Just a wee bit I'm, I'm maybe 900,000 uh, percent uh, William Is that a bit harsh on Alex Lowry Can you make a case for him To keep his team uh, Keep his place No No God The boy's played well He has right But Arfield uh, Come on score on that goal He's he's a better option As you say Made experience and that's the case for Wednesday, right? We're, we're Rangers, in my opinion, I think are a big advantage, right? They'll get Aribo, Kamara, Arfield in the engine, right? Celtic have got Atate, Beaton and O'Reilly. They played each other for Celtic for like five minutes. Our three boys have played for years. They've been, been checking out the results for, for years. That's where I think Rangers have got advantage on Wednesday. I might be wrong. It's an old form match. Form goes out the window, but I think Rangers have got advantage there. You know what I mean? I think we need to get tomorrow out of the way We really do You're calling it five sleeps two minutes ago I know but that was just to wind them all up uh, the, the Tomorrow dictates the environment on Wednesday Yeah Because the, the sequence of results Two wins for Celtic and Rangers Fine As you were on your Off go. you pop Four points between the two sides Rangers cannot be knocked off the table Draw for Rangers tomorrow Win for Celtic Rangers can be knocked off the table eh, Top of the table on Wednesday night So Tomorrow's games dictate just how mm. pulsating it will be on Wednesday night. I mean, it will start off 100% pulsating. You're right, because I feel like it's not always the case. But I feel like both sides are confident this time. Both sides are feeling good about themselves. Again, but that, that has scope to change tomorrow and, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, when you get to Wednesday, Celtic fans only. Uh, so... If the right sequence of results comes Celtic's way tomorrow, they're thinking 60,000 Celtic fans and a chance to go top. However, you get nightmares along the way. You know, Celtic uh, played Livingston at Celtic Park and before the game, I had wound up Marvin um, Bartley in here by suggesting that Livy might be up against it. And of course, what happens? Celtic played very poorly on the day and then got the get-out-of-jail card with a penalty and Giacomacus yeah. missed it. So there is potential tomorrow for anything in Dingwall or at Celtic Park. So we'll need to wait and see how those pan out before we 
know exactly what kind of environment we're stepping into on Wednesday. I take it based on your thoughts for tomorrow and Wednesday, William, you think it's pretty important Scott Arfield's given a new contract? Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. I've always championed that man. He's 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 no brilliant in every game. I tell you what, he's a Rangers man. He gives a million percent. And that goal, that goal in uh, Wednesday night was was pure genius. You no, know? I mean, it just Barisic we flagged and he flagged the other guy. He'd no Rangers should maybe win two or three, right? But it looked dodgy. But that that was a goal of class. I gave him the contract every day of the week. Good man, William. Thank you very much. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. You very quickly learn who you can rely on in this business. The pundits were on a long, long winning run. The listeners were having no luck at all. And I just knew we could rely on Gordon DL to ruin that last yeah, night, yeah, and yeah. he did. So the listeners got back on track. Uh, which means it's a bit of a, a blank canvas tonight. So 01419511025, pick up the phone if you want to take on Hugh Evans or Kenny Miller. Your call needs to be in before seven o'clock. So beat the pundits next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevens are here It's 01419511025 It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter We heard from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Excited by the arrival of Ahmad Diallo We've had some saying Start him tomorrow We've had others saying Don't bother Save him for later uh, What's your take on that? Uh, Ange Postacoglu oh, Sorry before we're done with Giovanni Van Bronckhurst A new contract for Scott Arfield Rangers fans Is that one uh, that would float your boat? Uh, Ange Postacoglu is talking about moving players on Celtic fans is, is that the right thing to do Who would you like to see moved on In the next couple of days And I'm sure we will get round the rest of the weekend's talking points After we do this Oh I need to press the right button Oh that would help wouldn't it Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Come on then, beat the pundit It was a long winning streak for the pundits But the listeners got back on track last night A good game, I must say What was it, a 5-4 or something? A 4-3, I think Gordon DL on the losing side again uh, And the listeners are back on it Richie's in Renfrew How's it going Richie? Hi, not bad Feeling confident? A little bit, hi A little bit I think that's a, <laughs> that's an appropriate amount of confidence, you. Well, you know Last night Gordon DL thought Thomas Ronya was a Swede so yeah, that, that's the kind of level we're hitting at the moment. See, do you know what though? I think by his standards, that's actually not bad. Yeah, he was in the right continent. I mean, it's yeah. the same. This is the same guy who thought Bevis Mugabe was Argentinian. Remember, yeah. so you've got to bear these things in mind. And there's a place called the United States of Arab. Exactly. So it wasn't too bad. He did lose in the end. If it's heads, Richie, you will play Hugh Keevans, and if it's tails, you will play Kenny Miller. So let's find out. It's the lucky. Why fronts not the lucky boxers tonight It's Hugh against Richie from Renfrew So let's give him some Imagine you've just joined us And you missed that reference from earlier on <laughs> what? What's happening here? What's going on here? Um, it's Hugh Keevans up against Richie from Renfrew So we'll give Hugh some Clyde 2 To listen to Richie I'll put 30 seconds on this clock And it's very simple Just answer as many questions right as you can And if you don't know Pass and move on okay? Hi. Good, let's go. 30 seconds starts now. Rangers Loney Amad Diallo joined Man United from which Italian side? Uh, Atlanta. Who played more games for Celtic, Aidan McGeady or Arthur Boric? Arthur Boric. Aberdeen received a multi million pound bid for which player yesterday? Uh, pass. Which Scottish Premiership side have only won once at home all season? Uh, 
Ross County Who will Celtic play in the next round of the Europa Conference League? Pass Which player did Hearts re-sign yesterday? They were tough, Richie. Uh, they were. Let's bring Hugh Keevans back. Hugh, can you hear us? I can. I think producer Callum's in a bad mood. I think these oh. are tough. Yeah, don't know. Don't know what's happened. Well, don't know if Cassie's tough, upset him or easy. Whatever, it's all the same to me. You ready? Yep. Let's go. Rangers loanee Ahmad Diallo joined Man United from which Italian side? Atalanta. Who played more games for Celtic, Aidan McGeady or Arthur Boric? Aidan McGeady. Aberdeen received a multi-million pound bid for which player yesterday? Calvin Ramsey Which Scottish Premiership team Have won only once At home this season uh, St Jonathan Who will Celtic play In the next round Of the Europa Conference League uh, Bodo Glint Oh lovely Which player did Hearts Resign yesterday Um Sibic Tell you what He made it sound Like they were easy Richie didn't he I did By the way What's happened to this guy He used to be a dud uh-huh. Used to be hopeless At beat the pundit I have de-dudded myself <laughs> It's the lucky wife runs That's what it is right Rangers Loney Ahmed Diallo joined, from, uh, joined Man United From Atalanta You both get that right So you're up and running 50-50 on the next one Richie And I'm afraid it's gone his way That's when you know You're in for a long night It was oh, Aidan McGeady <laughs> About 31 appearances more Than Arthur Boric So not a great deal in it Both played plenty times 2-1 Hugh Keevans Aberdeen received a multi-million pound bid for Calvin Ramsey 3-1 Hugh Keevans You see where this is going Richie? Aye <laughs> Very good. Uh, The Scottish Premiership team who's won once at home this season is St Johnston I, can't, I cannot believe what I'm witnessing here I can't believe this Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are fist pumping already <laughs> uh, Celtic will play Bodo well, you, do, Your pronunciation was better than mine Bodo Glimt I don't even know if that's right but it sounds, sounds, sounds good, great sounds, sounds right 5-1 Hugh Keevans and I thought I'll not get this one Who did Hearts re-sign yesterday? Toby Civic He's actually got it Richie uh, you, you got one You were Wiped up, You were wiped away by The better man You have to hold your hands up sometimes Taking part the counts <laughs> <laughs> If you say so I look, for, I look I forward know. to that on Wednesday night Hugh If the result goes against Whatever team Someone phone in at full time And just say Ah it was, it was the taking part that counts right, exactly. uh, It certainly <laughs> applies on Beat the Pundit Hard Good lines, man Richie, Richie. Yeah, well, thanks very much. Six out of six. That was impressive. That yeah, very that was, impressive. Wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you know what we have to do when someone gets a hundred percent. We have to go and see if you would have got the ten. Go. Oh, you get this one. Mm-hmm. What's the largest stadium in Scotland with an artificial surface? Macdermott Park. No, what? It's artificial. What? Kilmarnock, no? Kilmarnock. Oh, so. Oh, six. He's just undone all that hard. And he's work. actually even gave a grand surface. So <laughs> 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 Listen, his job's done, Hugh. The job's see, done. When I do the job, I get it done. <laughs> Switch off. But, but when I fall, I go from a high height. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrific after a brilliant performance. Because I had high hopes for you because the next one was where did Charlie Adams start his professional career? He started at. Oh my goodness That was Rangers That was a loan spell So Never mind That that backfired didn't it I like to do that In case we can can get 10 Just bring Hugh back Didn't he After 100% It was definitely a 6 then uh, For what it's worth It was definitely a 6 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter In terms of an actual Football match We're sort of talking Mostly about You know Signings And who Who's up to speed Who's not What it means for Wednesday First up is Ross County Rangers 
Is that a fixture that can cause Rangers problems tomorrow? How much of a, a problem might that cause or are you expecting a straightforward one? I will expect a win for, for Rangers but it can cause problems. I think you've seen when Celtic went up a few months ago to a last minute goal uh, to go over the line. Uh, so, and, and Ross County are playing well. I know Hughes says that they've been playing well all season. They've now not got the results they deserve. So, I'm sure Malky will have his team ready and prepared for, for, for Rangers coming to town. I do like the fact that the players that are coming back or potentially coming back into the Rangers team, they will make a big difference. There's no doubt about that. But, yep, they've got a team to face. They need, they'll need to break them down. They'll need to be really, really good. But I would expect Rangers to get the job done. Last time Rangers were there, they, they conceded two goals. Uh, they did win the match, but they conceded two goals. Uh, Regan Charles Cook is looking very good for Ross County right now. Joint top scorer in the league now, yeah. Regan Charles Cook. Yeah, so it's going to be a massive run. You know, he's in some real, mm-hmm. real good form. You know, and he seems to have just found his his place at the Ross County at the moment. I know he's out of contract, and Malky will probably hoping Monday night's window shuts with him still at his and his squad. But it's uh he's on some fantastic form at the moment. All I'm saying is, you cannot dismiss them <clears throat> as an irrelevance. They 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 are there. They are capable. They did score twice against Rangers the last time they were in Dingwall. And, and open to score on Ibrox as well. Yeah. Yeah. So Rangers cannot dismiss the match. There is a a statement which is extremely true and, and relevant that the league table doesn't lie. But I wonder if there was one team that most people feel are maybe a bit better than their position, it might, might be Ross County. Don't feel like when you watch the performances, you see some of, of the results, they, they do seem better than 10th, don't they? Listen, I've got to agree. I think some of the performances, particularly the early part of the season, mm-hmm. where they had just went didn't that, get what no, they never they got what they deserved, and they were in that run of losing games and and just not picking up the the points. I felt they deserved, and I'm sure. Again, speaking to the speaking to Don Cowie, who works with, alongside Malky, he definitely felt like that. And within the group, I think they felt that way. But then I've, I've really started to pick up, and they're actually in decent form, and they were unfortunate to lose that game on Wednesday night. Uh, and of course Celtic against Dundee United Dundee United putting in arguably One of the performances Away performances of the season In the league at Celtic Park So we'll get to that one in just a second as well Let's bring in Andy first Who's a, a Rangers fan What are you thinking ahead of tomorrow Andy? Because Hughes saying five sleeps So we all know there's a big game around the corner as well um, what, what do you think of them? Good thanks Aye, No listen I was just saying the producer there uh, I see them all. I think we should, you know, try and start the team that is going to play against Celtic Wednesday because the last two games haven't been good enough. I know I'm missing players, but we need a good result and a really good performance tomorrow to get us up for this game Wednesday. I'm not sure about it and up front. I think you may go with us because Kenny will tell you, it just looked a wee bit, he wasn't anticipated two, two chances against Aberdeen, but it was a wee bit quicker. Anticipate the ball to score two goals, but he's just he doesn't seem to have that in So I think he'll go with roof tomorrow. Kenny, is there any value in doing it that way? And he's saying whatever team you want to start on Wednesday, you start them tomorrow. Is that likely? <clears throat> well, does it work that way? Well, what it does is it gives those players the shots to keep for Wednesday night. I would be surprised if Giovanni doesn't have a team in mind that he's going to play on Wednesday night. That may be the team that plays tomorrow. The question would be to, to Andy is What if a couple of players have an absolute nightmare tomorrow Would you then keep them in the team for Wednesday night mm. Even though maybe in your mind you think This might be the best team to play Wednesday night Would the performance tomorrow potentially hamper that For me Let's ask Andy then Andy yeah. what do you think How do you get around that Well that's a hard one But if the players <laughs> uh, 
the players are the, the players have got they know what's at stake here. So you're home tomorrow. They're going to really put a really good performance in tomorrow. And this like this just play get back to get back to the way we were playing. For me, you play your strongest team every game. You know that, that's that's mm-hmm. my, that's my take on it. I get it when you've got strong squads that both Rangers and Celtic have that. That strongest team might differ from one one guy to the next one. It's a, it's a matter of opinion. Obviously, the only opinion mm-hmm. that matters is the managers. But even within his staff, there could be different views of who that strongest team is when you've got those big squads. So, I would expect if the boys play tomorrow, who's got the jersey? If you perform yeah. and the team wins, there's a good chance that you might be in that team Wednesday night. Yeah, I know it's not popular because everybody here thinks their team's going to win, thinks their team's the best, and it's all about us. So we just pick our strongest team. But is there a possibility that either side think, well, you know what, Rangers is going to be a tougher test than, than Dundee United or Celtic's going to be a tougher test than Ross County. So this team is right to, to go and try and win that game. But actually we might need, whatever, an extra defensive midfielder or we, you know, we might need a, a horses for courses approach. I think there is those cases. That's why I'm saying, I would have, again, it goes for Ange as well. I'm sure in their mind they've probably got the team picked for uh, Wednesday night. The, again, the thing about our game is there is no... Surprises really You know You know what You, you play each other that much mm-hmm. you, You're right Right on top of each other You know what you're going to be getting On Wednesday night When the game comes along The interesting thing is Just how many debuts Or potential debutants Could be making mm-hmm. in, in that game So Yeah both I think both managers Will have it in their mind What uh, what team they want you to play, play. Like you said though Like you always says Is the next game is the most important thing. We need to get past this mm. weekend because it can yeah. impact play your, those decisions. Play your team that you think is going to play on Wednesday night and they lose. Then what? You know, yeah. changes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but, but, yeah, of course. But you, you, you kind of get where Andy's coming from as well. Let's take, well, let's take Kamal Roof as an example. If I'm going to guess here, if I was to put a poll out amongst the Rangers fans, who do you want to lead the line against Celtic? I think they would say Kamal Roof of yeah. the players available. Someone Perfect, can correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I just don't. But he. But he, but he He's unlikely to start against Celtic With so little game time isn't he So you're then looking to start him tomorrow And and get him some before that no? Yeah I I do think that he should start tomorrow Um, Cedric Itton Good luck to him But he's not coming across as the go-to guy Uh, So I don't think he'll start at Dingwall Um, But as I say Rate Giovanni Van Bronckhurst will know the importance of this game because it sets the tone. It sets the tone for Celtic Park tomorrow, not Wednesday yeah. night. Sets the tone for Celtic Park at three o'clock tomorrow. Andy has his concerns about Cedric Eaton's suitability. Are they valid, Kenny? Uh, I can see why. And again, I, I do think and I agree with what you said. I think Roof's a more safe option. I think he's he's you could rely he's more reliable. I think to to lead the line he's probably more of a goal threat as well. To be honest with you, so it's uh, yeah. Listen, I think Cedric Eaton's a, a good player. Obviously, had a, a decent enough loan spell where he scored some goals against big teams. But I think with what we've seen so far, when he's had to be the main man, I think come tomorrow, like you say, Gordon, getting roof up to speed, hopefully getting a goal or two. Leading into Wednesday night's game is probably a, a more reliable option to lead the line. Mm. Thank you, Andy. 01419511025. Uh, let's bring in Logan, who's a Celtic fan. What's your point tonight, Logan? Uh, hello, I was just wanting to talk, talk about um, Angie's January signing so far. Mm-hmm. Right, so, like, my dad, for example, has uh, been phenomenal. It's a long way, uh, real Hitati. But, see, we had the goofy, though. I don't, I don't think. I think you'll be like the next Ismaili Asoro at Celtic, if I'm being honest with you. 
Basing this on one game against Alloa, you're a harsh <laughs> critic. Aye, but I, I don't know. I just thought it seems too similar to sorrow for me. By the way, Logan might phone up in six months and say, you, you scoffed at me, he's the exact same. Maybe, maybe he will yeah, be, but yeah. we've only seen the guy against Alloa, at which point he gets crunched and limps off. And today, his assailant gets a two game ban for that, uh, which the referee was not inclined to do anything about. Um, far, far, far too early. You know, I mean, even I wouldn't jump I've in after something. one game. I'd give you two. <laughs> but. Uh, By the way, he did come on against Hibs. He came on against Hibs, didn't he? Uh, I remember he came on yeah, for the end of okay, Hibs. My first opinions of him were not as positive as the other ones. And I know it was only a small yeah. thing, but just certain things he was doing and the way he moved, I just looked and thought, oh, well, he'll be an interesting one. Thing. Again, I don't think he'll be somebody who'll re- regularly start, but the other guys will be. His he'll problem. be more. Coming into the game uh, Again he starts his cup game Which is There's a lot of changes I don't think mm. he'll be Somebody that Angel Hang his hat Straight on. away Kenny You know uh, Hatati has come in Man of the match In his first game Scores a fantastic goal At Tynecastle So he's a hero uh, Maeda Plays And scores within the first Five minutes He's a hero uh, Now We we still have to see How uh, Hatati And Maeda Progress from here but you're right that they have started in a very favourable fashion. And you, you have to add Matt O'Reilly, really, given that yeah. you get man of the match on but, Wednesday. But, you know, by the same token, you then have to give Edigucci a little time, a little more time than Logan on the light is willing to give him. It's first impressions. You know, that's all it is. And it's not to say the lad's not going to go on and have a fantastic Celtic career. It's just the initial views are maybe not as positive like you say the guys who have really made headlines to be yeah. honest with you since mm-hmm. I've came I was just about to bring Logan back in but he is gone I don't know where he's off to right it's 01419511025 uh, breaking signing news tonight is that Motherwell have signed a new striker is this the Tony Watt replacement mm-hmm. I'm not sure his name is Joe Efford Hugh no no not for you from where he's American and he's signed from Belgian side Vlasland Beveren I've no doubt Probably that been wrongly. there. No, no, Beveren have been there. Yeah. Um, not one that's been on your radar before. Uh, no, Joe Efford. Kenny? Not at all, not. A 25 year old who Graham Alexander says can play anywhere across the front three. He's been in the Spanish second division as well. He's been in the Greek third tier. But he well, has uh, been in most recently in the Belgian top flight. So well, there you, you, go. you said yourself today, reading Charles Cook. Joint top goal scorer When he landed here uh, I don't think any of us Could have given you The instant Charles Cook profile uh, Christian Ramirez uh, Came out of American football Has done well for Aberdeen So Welcome to Scotland Let's see what you're made of Do you think we should suggest The mayor of Motherwell Gordon DL Shows him around Shows him the sights That's the some... last thing I would suggest His <laughs> boy's career will be done in the space of a week Right 01419511025 Now's a great time to call by the way If you phone us right now There's an excellent chance You could be up next uh, We'll give the guys a full time teaser And continue building up To the weekend's action as well Let's hear you Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans Kenny Miller here They were delighted With each other <laughs> we're delighted with uh, Kenny was delighted with Hughes Beat the pundit performance Now they have to team up uh, On the full time teaser And the beauty of this is You send The questions in So it's full time At Clyde1.com Full time 
at Clyde1.com Have a wee think over the weekend See if you can come up with a question Send it in And I'd be more than happy uh, To use it on the show Tony Higgins has sent this one in Now I'm going to lean towards easy I think two men With the vast knowledge that you two have got Are going to scoosh this And that's why they're 12 answers Because they're easy 12 managers Who've reached the 500 points mark In the English Premier League In the quickest time So we're looking for the 12 managers Who've reached the 500 point mark In the English Premier League In the quickest time Sir Alex Yes, he's 4th on the list So he didn't Uh, didn't do it the quickest Benga He is 5th on the list Harry Redknapp Is Harry on there? Let's Yes, he's ninth. Okay, one more Uh, Sam Allardyce Big Sam no Roy Hodgson No What about him by the way There's hope for you yet yeah? uh, Listen I, I was so chuffed At the age of 74 Any comes at Watford uh, With the, the remit To save them from the drop But I thought There's somebody In the game Still doing it Who's older than I am Yeah and I don't mind You sticking up for the old guys It's that's it's honourable Just want, And with no disrespect to Roy Hodgson See if you're a, a Watford fan what, What's going on? Not modern football You're just binning managers Every couple of weeks what Sort of strategies That hiring guys Who with all due respect Don't have That long left in the game Maybe he does Maybe he'll still be doing it When he's 85 but I don't know That was only 20 the season You know So it's a, a stopgap Kind of appointment but, And it's a, a safe set of hands You know Who done a, a decent job yeah. At Palace Ranieri so, Was he meant to be a safe set of hands uh, Potentially yeah. mm. But no Listen I, I don't agree with that with a strategy, th- th- no, not at all. Again, there's not, it's not any recipe for success, that's for sure. You're needing a fireman, you need somebody to put out the fire and keep you in the house. And they're taking a chance that Hodgson, with his track record, was always going to be a better bet than Ranieri, who's a lovely man and created the fairy tale by winning the league with Leicester. But to come and put him in that situation, a relegation fight, it just never happened. Well, anyway, we'll get back to that teaser And a quick reminder, as Tony has done tonight It's full time at Clyde1.com Let's hear a bit from Celtic's first choice striker at the moment Jackie Marcus. Uh, he says he's feeling confident and fit After doing some extra training over the winter break And believes he's ready to properly make an impact I had a tough period during the first six months With um, some injuries I lost also, I missed the preseason, So it was difficult for me to get back, get fit I stayed for uh, some extra trainings here during the the days off that my teammates had. Uh, I had to stay. I had to get informed, get uh, get fit. I feel confident. Uh, I missed that first six months. I feel fit. It's something that I missed also. Uh, and this is a big motivation for me to to move on and. Uh, be the same guy, exactly the same, uh, the same player in every game. I never doubt myself because I believe in my abilities. I have big dreams for me, big targets. The only thing I was wishing is to to be healthy. This is the only thing I was worrying about. Uh, Barry's a Celtic fan on the line. Scored the other night. Barry scored in back to back games. How's he faring at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's he doing, I, I I was really pleased with him. I thought he led the line well against Hearts. Really, really happy for him. Um, I thought when he came on against uh, French Faros at Parkhead, I thought with the way I seen him, he was holding up the ball. He was running free kicks, allowing the team up the park. I thought he looked he looked decent. He's maybe just been on unfortunate with injuries and stuff. Um, so I'm really, really chuffed. He's got the goal. He's he's beginning to score. Hugh, you said 
just before kick-off against Alawa, I think, or in the lead-up to that game, we just don't really know. We don't yeah. we don't know enough. He needs to prove something, one way or the other. Two games on, two goals. His what goal, have you made of him? His goal against Alawa was first-class opportunism. Great ball in from Liam Scales, and he put it away with aplomb. Uh, another great ball in from uh, Matt O'Reilly at Tynecastle, and Geomachus's finish was first-class. There's a nice little platform waiting for him tomorrow at Celtic Park. The team will get a, a huge reception from the fans after the, the game at Tynecastle. Uh, we're full house. It's all there for him to score his third in as many matches and carry that kind of form into the game against you-know-who, you-know-when. So he- I, I think he, he looks to me... Like that kind of predator um, I wouldn't read too much into The rest of his game He looks an excellent finisher When the chances flash across goal for him Is he showing he can be an able deputy To, to Kyogo and, and Maeda Kenny Because I'm not sure Anyone is trying to say that He can be better than them Can oust them for the team Can can be you know, first choice But at the moment that's that's his task Is to step in when required Can he do that? Well he's different <clears throat> He's a different profile altogether Far more physical I thought his finish on Wednesday night against Hearts Was excellent as well uh, Really clever finish uh, He's never going to replace <coughs> uh, Kyogo That's for sure I've, We've not seen enough in Maeda yet To say whether he's at that level or not But again, first impressions Is very, very good uh, Whether he's going to be through the middle or, or out wide But uh, at the moment Giacomacus has got the jersey He's going to have the jersey Going into this weekend's game And more than likely on Wednesday night Which is going to be A huge game So You can't go into it with, with, with any Less confidence Than they had Prior to the Alloa game He scored He scored mm-hmm. a really big goal Turned out to be A winning goal At Tynecastle on, uh, on Wednesday night So we'll be going into it Fully fully confidence Getting the game time In the minutes Is, is going to be A far better place Physically as well yeah. To go and approach These next games You always hear things Thrown about One of the callers Said it earlier It's one of the great phrases That gets attached To old firm games Is that form Goes out the window Now Fine, maybe it does We can argue about that all night I bet you any money though Giacomacchus would rather go into it Having scored 3-3 three and three Than not having scored at all and, and not played And you know had to get himself off the bench or whatever Absolutely And also Had he played in these three games And not scored any There would be calls for him not to start And say so put someone else here Move a bad at or... Put someone in Play a play Mikey Johnson up front He's played there before Put somebody else Put James Forrest through the middle There would have been calls for that Well if he scores again tomorrow Celtic get through with three points that there's nobody, there's no Celtic fan who have any doubts that Giacomacchus you, is the man to read the line. If you examine the three goals he has scored, the the, the first one against St Johnston uh, was similar, very similar yeah. to the one against Alloa and the one against Hearts. That's his strength. So Celtic know that's the ball to give him. Uh, I don't think he's a Furuhashi. I think Fur- if you give me the, the offer of Furuhashi or Giacomacchus, I'll take Furuhashi. But the three goals he has scored for Celtic are all just about identical, mm. so you know how to to feed him. You get this guy a job as a strikers coach, Kenny. He's spawn, is he not? That sort of front post run. Is that something he clearly thrives on? It's top level analysis there for oh, you. You know, that's the types of service that he wants. So it's up to Celtic to get him those types of chances. You know, so they've got players in those positions that can absolutely provide it. So 
There you go. You've got the blueprint. Who's laid out? Get the ball wide. Get it in the box. Allow mm. him to run to the front post or middle to front post and let him score goals. Did you have a favourite run? Can't believe I'm going to ask that question. I always like to go across the front. To be fair, yeah. again, partly it was to get there first and score, and partly it was to drag the line back and maybe feet up for a cutback for a mate. That's the unselfish side. Ah, yeah. so but that's why. Chris Boyd scored so often Because I always ran right, across the front you. post right, And left go. him standing middle six Learning something <laughs> tonight uh, Barry, Dundee United at home Does that strike any fear into you? Any worry? Or fully confident? Well, fully confident going into the game You know, it's, it's, it's always going to be a hard game You know, teams come to Parkhead And they play it tight, you know And it's, it's, it's not going to be an easy game But I think, I don't know, for himself Hopefully we'll score a few um, I just wanted to raise an up She's quite like Just about Yosef uh, Juranovic Just wanted to get Your thoughts on that Guys I think this guy Is a, a consummate professional I think he's been brilliant Since he came in And at two two and a half million I think he's been a snip He covers the centre backs Brilliantly He's got pace He certainly knows How to take a penalty Really really tough We got this guy Because we've struggled For a, 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 a recognised fullback For a long time And I think This, this guy It really is The, the bee's knees yeah, top class. Um, again, on Wednesday at Tynecastle, he's always got an eye on goal as well. Uh, and Craig Gordon had to make a, a good save from Juranovic. Uh, he's a, just a, a solid pro, and he's a, he's a first pick. You attackers getting all the glory, that's what it's all about. Everyone wants to talk about Kyogo and Jota, and now Hitati and O'Reilly and all the rest have joined. Can you make a case to say he's been every bit as consistent, could you not? Well, he's been there. He's stood up to the thing I like about him is he's got a great enthusiasm for the game. You know, he goes about, he does his job, whether it's left back, right back, he gets on the job, and he's got a stand. The thing with players for for coaches for managers, you want to know there's a that they're reliable. You're going to get a seven out of ten him, no matter what. Listen, you might get a nine, but you're very rarely going to get below uh, below a seven. He's just he's, he's committed. He can play on both sides. Very very reliable in that penalty spot mm-hmm. as well. Uh, which begs the question Why we go back a few months ago Why I never <laughs> took get, that Don't penalty. get him started on that <laughs> so, That's uh, his second favourite topic Behind yeah, why did Celtic but, Not sign John McGinn so, so, so we'll leave that We'll park that But no He's, he's been an excellent signing and, and well, another excellent mm. signing For Ange And Hugh Quietly We've maybe had the question answered Remember Anthony Ralston's form Was such earlier in the season That yeah. people were going, well, Hold on a minute And I know he's Croatian international But we can't get Anthony Ralston Out of the team And, and maybe he'll need to continue At left back And Ralston will play right back that's not happening No um, But Celtic Quietly have got themselves uh, Good choices at fullback. Anthony Ralston will Come in at some point uh, Of necessity Whether it's injury Suspension Whatever And I really do like The look of Liam Scales uh, As I say His ball for Giacomacus To score at Alwa Was terrific And he's capable of that And he's He's been a good signing So At one point Fullback shortage Now Plenty of them uh, Thank you very much Barry On 01419511025 We've now got Mark Who's just along the road In Clydebank What's your point tonight Mark? How you doing panel? I'm just wanting to phone up uh, Regarding uh, the, the players That's been signed During this window um, mm-hmm. I think Andy's done a great job Obviously Bringing Kyogo uh, From the, the Japanese league Which is been a breath of fresh air Obviously it's, it's no good He's obviously injured at the moment But I mean, he's been out there again. Obviously, he's proved his point to basically the board, and the board I think have stuck behind him. And he's brought in three other players who I think obviously are outstanding. The up front himself has basically scored three minutes into his first game, which has been brilliant. That's going to improve his confidence. Then you've got Hatati, 
it's I think first game's unreal and then again against Hearts he scored a wonderful and he's basically dominating the middle of the park um, his passing's outstanding I, think, I, I just think it's all round play brilliant and everybody I'm getting from that league contacts in the game so the line's gone a bit dodgy Mark you got the gist of it here's one the other night the that Hitati strike how good a strike is it and how much will Craig Gordon feel he could have done better where's the, the separation of on first viewing I thought it was a wonder strike uh, strike forward smashed it into the back of the goal uh, did look like there was a bit of movement on it but Craig Gordon being the level of goalkeeper he is mm. he will look back on that and there's no doubt he'll be disappointed with mm. it's so close to him yeah. uh, to take nothing away from uh, Hatati I, mean, uh, uh, I met a pal of mine today who's a Celtic fan who only refers to him now as Rio the Rocket okay. uh, <laughs> so it was a fantastic strike and he he himself has described it as his best goal ever but it is so close to Craig mm. Gordon that you you wonder how did that manage to get yeah. past him as you say though Kenny I, I sometimes wonder if I wonder if we should pay a bit more attention sometimes to what happens on first viewing because we're, we're spoiled rotten now we've got these slow motion replays and you see it back and you see that it's next to Craig Gordon's hand so yeah you go oh well that, that must be a mistake then but as you say the first time that you see it it's it struck with so it's so much power, isn't it? No, it was. Is, it's, it's sort of by Craig Gordon a in a flash as well. If you recall in the game, he actually had a pass across field as well. But I was right behind, and it was move, there was movement on the pass, and he struck the ball the exact same. But we'll have to look again. Even even Craig Gordon, he will look at a hundred times, and he'll, he'll he'll know they should do them better. So yes, we can. The way he struck and how sweet the ball was struck, absolutely. But for Hearts and a for Craig, he's yeah. absolutely going to be disappointed because that's a save that he'll definitely feel he should have made. What are you thinking tomorrow, Mark? Any concerns? Um, I'm just obviously I'm not too sure how long Callum McGregor's been about for. I don't think it's been it's been said yet how long he's been about for. But obviously, I think he's going to be missing the Tom game. But I believe, um, obviously, I'm a Celtic fan, but I do believe we're strong enough and and get at the moment to obviously win the game. Um, but I mean. Every player that's that's playing just now. I mean, Ralston's out, but before he was playing, he was playing out his skin and get an injury, and then you get Juranovic. He's came in like he plays his part. I mean, it's, there's players that can go out and come back in, and there's players on the subdivision bench that can come in and take place, and they're all outstanding players. So, I believe, obviously, Celtic. I think we can go the full season unbeaten. To be honest with you. It's big praise I mean Hugh thinks Rangers are going to go Unbeaten So one of you um, Well I don't know Wednesday maybe, tonight maybe One of us is wrong Could draw the game Could both be right Yeah uh, um, but I well, think On Callum McGregor If Ange Postacoglu's got anything to do with it He might never Say the time frame Because he's done it with Kyogo So he you know, doesn't want to put yeah. Anything on it Not a medical professional uh, mate But you know um, Mark on the line At the back of his mind Is hoping for a miraculous recovery that puts Callum on the pitch on Wednesday that will not happen well, he, yeah I mean he, he was reluctant to to talk about a time frame the other day about McGregor as well uh, but he, he says it was serious I think he used significant serious you then see him at Tyne Castle his face looks a bit sore um, I, so I don't know Kenny you, have you ever had any of the old facial injuries I got a right bad head knock playing for Cardiff I think it was 20 stitches but a lot were inside my Face was hanging off, but I played the Sounds next week. But it was stitches, so you stitch it up, you bandage up, yeah, you so get the old Tony Adams on, and you, and yeah. you get on with it. Sounds like uh, Rocky. Sorry, Terry Butcher, I meant. Yeah. Not Terry Butcher on and, and get on with it. But no, it's, I think when it's the cheekbone and things, it depends 
if there was any work needing done Surgery, I, mean, I don't yeah. think there is with, with Callum the thing know. with Ange is he's never I don't think he'll ever give like mm-hmm. time frames because for what he says sometimes will fans need a wee you know they need a wee something to a wee bit of hope that their, that their player that one of their favourite players is going to be back I get it he's trying to protect the player and not put too much pressure on them getting back mm-hmm. on, a, on a date that he's predicted 8 weeks to go until Scotland play Ukraine so let's hope na- he's back for that the nation right needs to know you Keevans well he'll be back for that uh, I think Dr Keevans says so yeah I think 8 weeks from now uh, there's I hope so Every likelihood that he's playing football for Celtic But uh, he will not be involved in the match against Rangers That that would be impossible in my estimation We'll find out Thank you Marco 141951025 Tony Higgins sent a nice email to fulltime at Clyde1.com Asking the 12 managers who've reached the 500 point mark the quickest in the English Premier League You've got Sir Alex You've got Arsene Wenger Jürgen. You've got Harry Redknapp Jürgen Klopp Jürgen is up there in third place Well done Guardiola Yeah he's top Pep he's not bad is he Take Mourinho. one more guess Mourinho Yep he's second Okay so one two three Five to get We'll get them next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here And they will be relieved to know uh, we've revised the question because Tony Higgins' question says 12 managers who've reached the 500 points in the English Premier League in the quickest. Um, on closer inspection, this would tell you that I probably didn't inspect it at all. There uh-huh. are only 11 on his list. So he might say 12, but he's only asking for 11. So you've got Guardiola, Mourinho, Klopp, Ferguson, Wenger and Redknapp. Five to get. Davy Moyes. Yeah, Davy Moyes is in there as well. Okay, you can, you can get them at the end No, no rush uh, No rush at all Let's look at some other stories from today, shall we? Some lots doing the rounds Busy weekend as well Six games Saturday Don't get many of them Make sure you join us at noon tomorrow Hugh Keevans has got his jammies and his sleeping bag ready He's just going to stay over uh, And we'll get him in the morning uh, Let's hear from Stephen Glass He believes Calvin Ramsey will be an Aberdeen player by the end of the window The Dons have reportedly knocked back a big old offer from Bologna today um, But Glass expects him to face St Johnston at the weekend We're still at the stage that I have not been told that anything's imminent So whether there is or there isn't any bids in It's not close enough that's going to affect our team tomorrow We'll get to Monday night and he'll, I think he'll still be with us And he'll be ready to tackle the second part of the season I'm not surprised it's affected him a little bit Being only 18 the first time he's he's been through this So he'll, he'll be ready to perform for us tomorrow uh, hopefully again Tuesday night and then hopefully for the rest of the season but he'll be fine I think it was important early on in this whole process for him that I, I spoke to him and let him know what it's going to be like uh, whether things happen or not the speculation that will be there so he's handled it reasonably well it's obviously affecting him but he's handled it pretty well in my opinion but it's it's important everyone at the club's there to support him and help him and to continue to be a top Aberdeen player Interesting one, Hugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, big you, money they seem to be talking. Yeah, you understand why a young man's head is turned. It's Serie A. He knows he's already got a, a Scott there in Aaron Hickey, so he's got a, a, an instant pal if he goes over there to help him settle in. Um, they might hate each other for all we know. Well, the, no, not probably that, not. Not, by on the way, that, not, not on that kind of money they won't. <laughs> um, but also, Aberdeen have to play this carefully because they did it once before with uh, Scott McKenna. <sighs> yeah. And they dropped a, huge a offer, lot wasn't of it? money, uh, and they they simply didn't play the transfer game well. Uh, and uh, when they eventually sold Scott McKenna, they could have got almost double their money had they sold them earlier. So they have to be careful. 
um, It's almost a Nathan Patterson situation Calvin Ramsey Hasn't been there Long enough in the Aberdeen shirt To be described as Indispensable mm. uh, And Aberdeen Like every club in the Premiership Could use the money I'm sure the, the fee quoted from, from Sky last night Or earlier sorry Kenny Was an initial loan Was it of 830,000 But an obligation to buy For 3.3 million at the end of the season Now you get I don't know Aberdeen presumably If you're knocking that back Think that he's going to Eventually be worth Five or six Or ten Or whatever But if there's an obligation To go at 3.3 At the end of the season Calvin Ramsey's only played a, Really this season Does that Sounds like a decent offer Doesn't it? Sounds a good offer to me For Magan But that's completely Aberdeen's prerogative To, to accept or, or or knock it back Four mil again with the, with the loan fee and then the obligation. It's, it's over four million pounds. It's a lot of money for a player. Like you say, it's only played half a season, no even full half a season. So it's big money. But if that's an initial offer, they probably feel there's a little bit more in it. They may be able to get upwards of five million for them, six million. So again, they have to play, be really cautious. They'd lost it on a lot of money with Scott McKenna by turning that. that that's money a good down. example, that isn't it? Because that Villa offer example, was yep. huge. I thought that at the time as well. Yeah, decided yeah. to keep to keep them yep. in. And then you lose and them for, for, for and half tough, money. And obviously, like any of these things, can be tough on the player. I'm not saying Calvin Ramsey's going to go and chuck his toys, refuse to play anything like that. But, but, but there's I'm no not... doubt it affected the Scott McKenna, though, when the, 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 the move failed to go through. I'm right in saying it was Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look at where they're at now, and he could have played a part in that team that got promoted, he could have been there at a Premier League football club. Uh, Again, a fantastic club as well, huge club. Not that, not that Forest aren't. Mm-hmm. It's uh, but for where they're at now, Scott McKenna might be looking back on that and thinking maybe I should have pushed that a little bit more. So it's up to Dave Cormack. Um, you know, he doesn't need to keep Stephen Glass informed on an hourly basis, uh, but it's up to him. He has to manage their affairs, and uh, it's some money to get for a teenager. Why are we so good at producing fullbacks? What's happening? Does everyone uh, want to be a fullback these days? No, I don't. I mean, if you look over the what, who, who were we talking, they were talking Alan Hutton, uh, Robertson, Hickey. Yeah, yeah. I, think I suppose the list could be Nathan Patterson. Nathan Patterson. I'd even throw Big Lee Wallace into that. I mean, he was unlucky that he's not got more Scotland caps based on the two guys that we've just mentioned. <clears throat> and will Aaron Hickey ever get into that role because yeah. of the, the the two guys? Interestingly, I know because there's been a lot of debate about him, hasn't there? Because he is right footed, and yeah. people keep saying, "Why, why are we not calling him up to, to at least cover it at right back? Sure, surely he could do that." I think he actually eventually played right back for Bologna last week. I think it was the first time or one of the first times. So you just wonder if that. That changes things at all in Stevie Clark's mind. Well, he's got he's got a gem there and Nathan Patterson, so it would be great to see these two compete for, for that role. I think moving forward, you'll probably see them them in the squad. <clears throat> I would think, I mean, they're at a, a great age, playing at a fantastic level as well. So uh, again, we've got so many options there. I mean, we've got the conundrum kind of fixed at the moment, and sort of the Tierney will play left sided centre back, Robertson will play left wing back. Mm. And you'll see Tierney overlapping You'll see Robertson dropping The dynamic It works really really well mm. Again For the national team Moving forward It's good problems to have And Stephen O'Donnell's mm. Not giving up He's speaking today Says he's not Focusing too much On all the competition At right back With those playoffs Closing in He just wants to put Good performances For Motherwell And try and keep His younger rivals at bay The Scotland stuff A lot of, lot of things Are out of your control Every time There's a Scotland squad And you've got Lots of young talent Coming through So there's no There's no stress In that end Just try and enjoy My football um, and and look to, to do well for Mullow. I think that's the main thing. And if that happens, then then other things will fall. Yeah, no, look, I don't I don't see it as a battle. I just see it as it's football. And, and Nathan's a, a top young player. 
along with a lot of other boys, like Ramsey, uh, Ramsey get back fit. You see Ralston as well. There's a lot more, so it's um, it's not just Patterson. There's ta- there's talent, and and hopefully, I can keep them at bay for as long as possible. But again, I need to be playing here and playing well, and that's and that's what I'll try and do. Good to have options, as as Kenny says. I, I feel like two nights ago this might have been bigger news, but just to to round that off with the arrival of Ahmad Diallo, I think clearly Rangers were now not going to attempt Andreas Skovolson as as had been. Mentioned and he's now joined Club Bruges So Bologna announcing that tonight So we can round off that transfer rumour once and for all Although like I say Ahmad Diallo's arrival probably um, Suggested that wasn't happening anyway uh, Right before we head off Hugh what else should we take a look at Well, Third against fourth Right that sounds Good and it is it's, it's a good game to have Hearts against Motherwell I wonder if there's ever been a third v fourth Where the vast majority of people will And I, even I can say this The vast mm. majority of people are, are fancying the team in third Aren't they for tomorrow Yeah they do um, And with some justification yeah. uh, You know Liam Boyce will still be trying to get over that Missed penalty against Celtic in midweek It might have been a big point for Hearts uh, I'm also casting my eye over uh, Aberdeen St Johnston You know the, you keep thinking, no, 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 this will, this won't happen. St Johnston can't win two cups one season and go down the next, but it's getting closer game by game. Uh, so to be fair, it means in future it'll be a great beat the pundit question, and I'm not sure yeah. this will be any solace for Callum Davidson. But who's the only team to play Galatasaray and lose to Celtic Hearts in the same season? I mean, I'm never doing that again. And then, you? and then he brings in uh, Nadia Chifchi, who is. More or less expected to be the saviour And get the goals And he gets a very bad hamstring injury And who knows when we'll see him again So it's a story of a downward spiral It's a story of one knockback after another Knockback followed by setback uh, So it's a big game for them at Pataudry. Uh Hibs versus Livingston Hibs not a shot at goal midweek uh, against the Livingston side Who have a very very good defensive mm. record So that could be a long afternoon For Sean Maloney I've seen it spun both ways Kenny I've seen that the injury to Craig Halkett me, oh, Surely Hearts can't let John Suter go this window now um, And then I've also seen The arrival of Tony Sibick Means that Toby Sibick sorry It means that maybe John Suter can be Allowed now So again I just feel like every time Hearts play at the moment It's like does he play Is he in the team And it will be finished one way or another in a few days' time. Yep, and I don't think it'll be based on who's fit, who's not fit, who's been signed or no. not. It'll be based on if they get the money, and it's as simple as that. Yeah, I mean the other night again, I think there were there were booze were there at the start. Um, no many, I don't know. But he played, and yeah, nothing changes then as far as as you're concerned at the moment, Hugh. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think he could go. I, I, on the final day, uh, he'll play tomorrow, but I think he could be on his way. Final day I'm expecting uh, To see people Standing outside Ochen Howie In the dark On Monday night <laughs> Will you be one of them? It's not far from you We could send you down Well You could capture them arriving Footage on your Nokia Well I finish here night mode? I barely get numbers in it <laughs> uh, I finish here at 8 o'clock Monday night if, if there's any money in it I'll go up there for you Yeah exactly I knew you wouldn't come cheap That's for sure uh, I think What's happening with Falkirk tomorrow? Montrose yep, is yeah, it? Montrose yeah Montrose game. are good aren't they? Nah they're not bad yet Do you think they've been a, An under the radar success story In the last few seasons Given what they've done? 
again, I'm not going to lie. I've been in Australia, so I'm not going to pay too much no, attention. I mean, in amongst some big clubs, obviously, in, in that absolutely, league. Absolutely, but at the moment, there are a team that are above us, which, and rightly so, over the over the form over the course of the the first half of the season, brilliant game for us. Montrose this week away, a team above us. Queens Park at home next week, team up directly above us. Great games to be playing, real opportunities to go and jump in and put yourself back in the playoff mix. We'll be slaughtering you probably on air tomorrow when you can't hear us, you can't do anything no about problem, it. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see what we do tomorrow afternoon. Let's try and round off this teaser. Can you name 12, ma- 11, sorry, 11 managers who've reached the 500 point mark in the English Premier League in the quickest time? You're doing pretty well. You've got Pep, Mourinho, Klopp, Sir Alex, Arsene Wenger. You've got David Moyes. You've got Harry Redknapp, which means I think four to get. Mark Hughes. That is a wonderful shout from you, Hugh Evans. Mark Hughes is indeed on the list. Steve Bruce. He is also on the list, which means two to get. Brendan Rodgers. No, actually, I'm surprised no. you've not got one of these. And the other one, I must admit, I didn't. I wasn't sure he'd be at the 500. Please, fair play to him. Benitez. Yeah, well done. Rafa. Uh, last one Any clues? He's managed up here Wow <laughs> Got him Celtic manager Come on He's, he's rolled it along The right, six right, yard right, line right. He's 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 shoot, Leicester manager Not Brendan Rodgers Oh what's happening here He's broken <laughs> He's <laughs> malfunctioning a, a, a brain, brain feed Leicester manager Aston Villa manager He's going to need, all that's left oh, to tell you is Martin O'Neill. Yeah, there we go. He's gone from there a he's go. gone from a wonderful six out of six on beating <laughs> the pundit, and we've His broken. Job's done. His job was done at that moment. Thank you, Kenny. Wish you well tomorrow. Thank you, Hugh. Thank we you. will see you in a, a few hours, actually, because we're on here at midday. A six-hour special for us. Looking forward to it. Make sure you join us. George is poised and ready. I can see him through the window. GBX up next.